Once upon a time, so long ago that detail is lost and even sentiment gets a little blurry, there was a man, probably a man like any other, most likely flesh and blood. Driven by a powerful, seething ambition, he grew in power until he was prepared to challenge gods. He was prepared to be struck down. In some stories, he was. But in this story, he gained the shackles of eternal obsession and slunk down from the then holy mountain in disgrace. Welcome to Sword of Symphonies. I'm your host, King Cat, and my brain is working great today. Thanks. Hello, King Cat. Hello, Kirsten, my loyal subject. How are you today? I am. Um... Or here in the kingdom. All is at peace here in the kingdom and everything is wonderful. <laughs> My advisor Kathleen has told me so. <laughs> yes, yes, sire. No need to worry about anything. Our last few intros have been distressing, so I'm trying not to get ominous, <laughs> Kathleen. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's a good point. Being a malcontent in the corner and fomenting rebellion, Nick is here. Nick is here. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Nick is here. Nick is here. Nick is here. Nick is here. Speaking of people who are here, Dylan is also with us for this arc. Hello, Dylan. Hi. I've recently been alleviated of both a great and, and respectable burden, but a burden nonetheless, and I feel so weightless. Hmm. Weightless. It's like a spirit floating free on the wind. It's as if I know that no time in the near future I have to write a session plan, and it's truly freeing. Wow. I, I just freed most of my glass of water onto myself. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. We call that one an oopsie. That's an oopsie uh-oh. Continue with the intro. I'll, I, will, I will get this under wraps. Everyone, make sure to mark on page 34 in your oopsie uh-oh bracket. And oopsie whoa. Hmm. Oh, yeah. Give me a second. There it is. Yeah. So I'm using the PDF version and the pages are numbered differently. Do you know which page that's supposed to be on in the, the digital only? I think it's on 35. Okay, okay. Because okay, okay. there's that full color and illustration on 29. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, perfect. Perfect. Got it. Got it. What is an illustration of? The human ass. <laughs> Bill. <laughs> I knew what? as soon as I said it. I knew I'd, I knew I'd done that. How? <laughs> I briefly channeled the spirit of my player friend from the Sunday stream and future special guest star, hopefully, our friend Bill. Previously on Sword of Symphonies, the party left the monastery in a hurry because the ambassador in Pearl, who would surely absolutely murder Penelope if she were ever to lay eyes on the corruption that is currently festering within our beloved cowgirl, had appeared at the monastery looking for presumably them. They fled in a hurry and evaded the pursuit of her hounds. And once they had done so and they found themselves safely outside the ambassador's territory, they decided to set up camp for the night. Despite signs that Someone else was lurking in this area. That is where we're at. 
There's a little fire that Cobb made all by himself with no help from anybody. <laughs> this nope, is true. All by himself. No one helped Cobb. Okay. So it is several hours later. It is by now probably what, noonish? How late do y'all sleep? Mm. Noonish makes sense. Yeah. Tissa can be jolted awake by wandering Hector like a third of the way across the continent, telling her something very important. Yep. Which is probably like the word of that or something. It is which. Which. Yeah, today was a preposition. Preposition day. It's it's a preposition day, but that's all right. There is a bonfire, which uh, is being tended by our lovable captain. And how's everybody feeling? How's What was everybody's sleeping situation like out in the woods? Mm, Penelope just slept on half on her bag and a pile of coats. Just flopped overs. Penelope strikes me as the kind who can sleep anywhere. Penelope is a farm girl. She probably has plenty of practice sleeping in all sorts of places she's not supposed to. I think Tissa brought a bedroll with her on this whole excursion. Mm. I don't know. I like to imagine Tissa just kind of like shimmies down like a pigeon in her giant pile of scarves and just does it that way. (laughs) (laughs) That would be very good. Sort of like curled around the spear. It's a good image. Oh, yeah, that's cute. What about Theo? How's Theo feeling? I think despite Theo's appearance, he takes to the uh, the roughing it and like sleeping anywhere pretty easily and just falls asleep propped up both against the glaive, which has been stuck in the ground, and against Ira. And they're just kind of like curled up together. Aww. And Theo let his hair down, which is just like an absolute mess of black completely covering his face. Hmm. Built in sunshade. Beautiful. Everybody wakes up, and as noon has appeared, the day is shaping up to be a nice one. It's warm out. Sky is mostly clear. There's some thick clouds that occasionally blot out the sun for at most ten minutes at a time, and the wind is gentle and unconcerned. Also, the moon's still out, probably. Yes. I don't know why I'm being, like, continuity police right now. Yeah. (laughs) Wee-oo, wee-oo. Tissa was really excited for the moon, so she wants to make sure that we all remember it's the moon. It's important. Yeah. This is one of those peculiar days where you can still see the moon in the sky until quite late in the day. It's harder to see now than it was in the morning because it isn't reflecting much light and the sun is stealing all the attention. But it is there nonetheless. Well, unfortunately, we had to move a little quickly, so I couldn't bring anything for a snack, so I do apologize. Mm. Oh, that's okay. Here. Penelope pulls out a couple pocket snacks. Some breakfast. I I, I am fine, but uh, offer them to our guests. <laughs> oh, you shit disturber. She takes some <laughs> stones that look vaguely plate or bowl shaped and nicely arranges the pocket snacks in it like a still life and places it in the center of where everyone is and just motions and like, hey, breakfast. Tissa is going to roll sensitivity survival to see if there's anything better looking to eat. Yeah. <laughs> one success and one edge success. Uh, Cobb just as an aside kind of goes to Theo. 
At least they're not soaked with seawater this time. Just a little dirt. And then Cobb will just kind of pat Theo on the shoulder and move off to go do something else. So I, I, I do think, like, after waking up, Theo actually, like, disrobed the, like, outer robe and is just wearing the, like, black, like, skin-tight undershirt and threw his robes over, like, a low-hanging branch and is, like, dusting them off and, like, trying to comb through his hair and tie it back again when Cobb approaches and, like, is noticeably startled by the pat on the shoulder. Oh. Let's see. If you keep the edge success, it's going to be something that requires a lot of preparation, and you're going to need to stay in one place for a while. Hmm. I think in that case, Tissa is going to find it, think about it for a minute, and then be like, well, but there is task to do. Yeah, you find some wild tubers, some, like, starchy edible roots. If you're just keeping the one success, you can also find some edible greens some leaves. They're not very substantial, but... Mm -hmm. Yeah, so I guess Tissa is just going to uh, show a little bit of the way that she actually exists in the wild and, like, graze. I am just imagining that, like, Tissa just slowly puts, like, a big, uh, you know, like an oak leaf or something up to her mouth, and it just kind of gently and slowly disappears under all the scarves as she just (laughs) chews on it like a rabbit. Uh Uh-huh. Uh, does does this actually like take the tubers, or is it just like a acknowledge it and then ignore it? Because is going to acknowledge it and maybe come back with like a handful of leaves and be like, mm, "There's not a lot to eat out there that isn't going to take a while." If if you can show me, we can hold on to them. I can I can prepare them. I'm pretty oh handy in that way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, um, come with me. And, like, of, like, five minutes. What are these called? Ooh. Um, I mean, I'm, I'm a native to the area, so. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's a good question. You know what? Throw something out. Throw something out. I am completely spitballing, so Theo knows better than me, I think. No, yeah. No, please don't. <laughs> That's too much pressure. <laughs> Welcome to my life. Ah. Uh, yeah, what, what do we have, Theo? It, it's, it's, um... These are wild staff roots. Oh. Theo's had these before. They don't eat them often at the monastery, but every so often, they're, they've got kind of like a mild sweet flavor, like a texture, kind of like a lotus root. Mm-hmm. No, not like a lotus root, because you can eat those raw. Uh, so I think for Theo, it's like a weird mix of things, like making this claim, because it's like he's familiar with the area and the, the edibles in the area, but is only really familiar with foraging and making food from living elsewhere before coming here. So it's like a combining of two very, very different life experiences. Mm. But he definitely like takes them and is like, I will hold on to these. And if we find time, I will happily make some. Oh, nice. Good. Thank you. Beautiful. So now the question is, you sit around Cobb's fire Theo is getting ready to face the day. Tissa is grazing on something that's kind of akin to a wild spinach. Penelope has set out a buffet of pocket food that only she and Pollyanna are eating. (laughs) And where are you all headed? So we need... I think it makes more sense to go to the river's origin, I think. Oh, right, right, right. 
I, I believe wonder the safest. why that spring is because it's kind of near the river. I wonder if it's the same thing. I don't know. You were going to say something, and then I kept talking. It's fine. Um, I was going to assert that I, I think long-term the best thing for all of you would be to free Penelope here of whatever has clung to her. So going to the river's origin and ideally cleansing whatever has latched itself to her essence is probably best if you do in fact plan to pass back through Dunbarrow on your way wherever you're going, doing so without the fear of the ambassador hunting you is, I'm assuming, preferable for all of you. That seems right. Mm, I, I I would think so. And, I mean, I don't know the long-term side effects of such a thing. She says that she kind of glances up at the, the dark lock in her hair. Mm. Pollyanna gives it a tug again. I told, I told you, it doesn't, I'm sorry, it doesn't work that way. I tried. Unfortunately, I'm afraid I don't either. And that lack of understanding is what concerns me most. Mm. Well, I guess to the river's origin then. She stands up and dusts her hands off on her pants. Doesn't really clean them. They're still covered in dirt. <laughs> well, that sounds good to me. I think uh, my plan was maybe the same as Polly's, so uh, I'm glad that we have another one. Tissa sort of scrounges around in her boot for her boot knife. I mean, we could still try. I didn't, I... <laughs> I, uh, I, I mean... I didn't bring my lather, Tissa. It's, it's not going to be very pleasant without it. Mm. Uh, yeah, okay. Well. Let, let's, let's try the river first. Cat, I was just going to ask what um, this region would be considered as far as survival variation, like... Uh... Boreal. Okay. Depending on how far south Theo lived, Theo either lived in Tundra or Boreal because they meet around the area. Gotcha. If we do, in fact, follow the river, I'm assuming it's going up mountain. Is it presumable at some point that would be breaking into high altitude? Yes. Okay, perfect. I guess I'll hold my tongue until then. There is a... It's not a very powerful river. Uh, it is a bit of a brook, really, but it's deeper than you'd expect. It's called the Crying Knight River, and it leads to the Last Tooth, not all the way up the Last Tooth. Its origin is somewhere near the base. That's where the territory of the Lady is said to be. Well, I guess we have an easy road, at least, or an easy marker. Mm. Cobb kind of looks up the river to see if it gets especially nasty along the terrain. No, this is foothills. I wouldn't describe it as nasty. It can be a little steep and a little bit strenuous, but not unfriendly. What sort of, like, stage of soil is going on here? Like, is it rocky around the river? Is it more, like, loamy because it's all in the forest? that kind of thing, just so I can have a good mind picture for myself. Yeah, it's pretty rich and loamy. This is kind of, um, you can tell that there was a significant spring flood because the banks of the river have that, like, crescent shape of having been suddenly eaten away by landslides. Mm. So the banks of the river themselves are tufted with grass that has suddenly found itself floating. 
This must be quite the flood season. It's too early, right? Yes, there's a little bit of flooding at certain times. Depends on how heavily it rains, but... Yeah, you you got it. You're pretty uh, keen mm. for those such things. Thank you? That's what... Mm. Yeah. There was meant to be a question at the end of that. I apologize. My my tone can be eh, misleading, I guess. No, no, it's fine. It's, there's just stuff. And you look at stuff and it looks like other stuff and you just keep knowing things, I guess. Um, um, why do they call it the staff root? Mostly the shape. Hmm. That's why they name most vegetables, frankly. I mean, it's... I mean, at least I assume such. I didn't read much with regards to botany. Mm. Never really been interested. Bit too mundane. Mm. Mm. So that means you read about something else instead. Yes. Again, observant of you. Mostly daemons, whores, things of that like. It is important. It certainly is. It certainly is. Can I get sensitivity rolls from the party? Whatever you feel like, whatever skill you like. Mm, sensitivity survival. Go for it. Two success, one edge. Two successes, one edge on sensitivity survival. Duly noted. Cobb is going to use navigation because he is kind of looking up the river and trying to plot out, like, how they're going to get up there if it, you know, like, goes up a, a cliff or something like that. Or, I mean, maybe not a cliff, but uh, an incline, shall we say. Okay. Cobb only got one success, one edge. <laughs> okay, so I got four successes because I rolled four sixes back to back. Oh, nice. Nice. Oh, nice. And what skill did you roll, Dylan? I'm sorry. I did sensitivity focus. Beautiful. <clears throat> Tissa is rolling... Um, understanding navigation, like thinking about other rivers that she has tracked and like that sort of stuff, sort of thinking the same sort of idea as Cobb. And that's three successes. Three successes. Okay. So Tissa can tell from the kind of river that this is. And as you walk through the woods, you come across the river Pretty close. You weren't far from it when you decided to set up camp. And this is similar to other rivers Tissa has seen. It's not particularly fast moving, which means there's probably not a whole lot of cliffs or rocks or what have you. Mm -hmm. Penelope can determine that it is a lovely day for a walk. The woods here are, I mean, this is a boreal environment and that's what Penelope knows best. There are tracks of large predators in the area, but they're not fresh. Something to keep an eye out for, for sure. Okay. Cobb is pretty sure he can swim the whole way. <laughs> and probably finds himself wondering, can the others swim the whole way? <laughs> can we just all jump in the river and swim there? Swim it. Swimming. Swimming. That's an athletics rule. Cobb's great at them. Mm -hmm. Some motherfuckers are always trying to swim uphill. God damn it. So, God damn it. 
that's not fair. You can't just you can't just <laughs> quote fucking Blade in, in normal situations and just do that. It's not allowed. Is that like a fundamental rule? <laughs> Chat, just asking for a friend. Oh my god, that's, that is not the deep cut I was expecting today. <laughs> is that okay? With four successes on sensitivity focus, Theo becomes increasingly aware that the sun and moon are not the only things looking down upon the party. But there is in fact a presence in the trees. A familiar one if Theo's reading it correctly. I think Theo, at first, starting to like, frankly tune out everyone else present and (laughs) start to tune into everything around him. He refills his bottle of water in the river, puts it on his belt, actually picks up a, a, a clump of that loamy soil from the banks of the river and rolls it in his hands a little bit and smells the freshness of the soil and puts it back down in a rare instance of allowing himself to come into contact with the dirt after all these years. And then walks along the river and as he starts to to sense that, kind of instinctually pulls his glaive over onto his dominant side and whistles for Yura to walk closer. And then starts to just tighten up on the grip of the glaive and watch the tree line very intently, but continues to walk. Whoa. Three successes and one edge success on sensitivity humanity. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I think three successes and one edge success will definitely let you know that this is more than Theo's customary standoffishness. Mm-hmm. Is there something? Theo kind of like falls back a little bit to walk alongside Tissa and just quite quietly. Our friend is here, or at least close. Ah. <sighs> This Nakey friend? I think he's actually trying to keep it between him and Tissa, if possible. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) Penelope can't be trusted with this information. (laughs) He seems keen to watch at the moment. But I don't trust it. Tissa rolls her shoulders and her big floppy hat kind of makes a big exaggerated emotion as she sort of like moves her head around and nods. But I think the danger will abate if we can find ourselves in the territory of another daemon quickly. Mm. If we find ourselves at least in the dominion of the Lady at the Mouth, then that might keep him from getting too close. At least that's my hope. I don't want to give him anything to react to. Would be better. Would be better. No offense meant, but you're not particularly good with words. Can you communicate this to your big friend, or should I? Uh... Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> God, this is my favorite. Hey, Kirsten. Mm-hmm. How are you doing over there? Uh, I'd say Penelope's kind of a little bit further ahead walking up front. I guess we didn't really decide exactly, but... Yeah, but that makes sense. Yeah. I think Theo decidedly wants to try and keep it as good of an eye on everyone present as possible, so I think he'd be hanging near the back. Yeah. 
Cobb is trying to keep an eye on Penelope. Okay, so I'm kind of picturing Penelope's a little bit near the front and Cobb's by her and then um, uh, Theo and um, Tissa are kind of a little bit further back. Here's something you notice, and this is something I'm giving you for free because I am a benevolent king. Oh. Yeah, Polly is starting to get nervous. She gives you a couple more tugs of that black lock of hair. She's kind of shying a little bit. And she's a cloud elk. They're nervous creatures by disposition. So this is something that you've seen before. Penelope puts her hand in her mane. Shh, shh, shh. It's, it's okay. It's okay. I know this is a bit scary, but I think we're almost where we need to be. I guess. I don't know. But here. She passes her a pocket snack, something that was available at the monastery. And she's going to roll sensitivity to kind of see if this is... You said it's relatively normal, but what's happening? Sensitivity riding, I guess? Okay. While you're rolling, I'll say that the bread was definitely like honey-baked bread, but they put oats on it, so it wasn't too fun. Gotta like... Oh, it's a monastery, so you gotta... But Polly loves it. Yeah. Minimum fun, please. There's some sweetness, but they make sure to put the oats on it, so you're like, oh, I see. (laughs) This is a business snack. (laughs) And Penelope got a big nada of... Big nada. She just thinks it's the normal. Yeah. I mean, Polly's not typically over fond of strangers, and Theo's here. Maybe that's it. Yeah. She's had a, a rough day and night into the next day. It's It's been the day. So kind of puts her hand through her mane and gives her little pieces of the oat honey bread. She loves that. She does love the food, but it doesn't seem to calm her down very much. This, But this should... I thought you oats were your favorite. Well, I know I don't have any apples left at this time. We'll find some, though. It's okay. It's okay. Here. Oh, here's a nice little top piece with lots of oat on it. There you go. Yeah. There you go. Tissa rolls. Two successes. A four and an edge success on adaptability navigation. Is there a way that we can keep following the river and not have to worry about the Duke as much? Hmm. Well, you mull that over. Can I say a thing that Theo does that is not complicated please um theo kind of like calls Ira over just like a click of his tongue and then whispers big friend i need to talk and then nods in Cobb's direction for Ira to go like tug at his hem of his like like jacket or pants and make him fall back a bit yeah yeah she she goes to do that definitely um i am gonna say that Tessa has incomplete information. She has a pretty good strategy in place, but what she needs is more detailed knowledge of the territories around here, which she hasn't got, but Theo has got. Fair enough. That being said, once she figures out where the borders are, Tissa's absolutely the one who can figure out how to plan your course, yes. Okay. So then while... uh... Theo and Cobb chats. Tissa is sort of 
moving in and out of the standard marching order and like poking around sort of at the seams while of things while still walking forward and like stopping at the banks of the river and like seeing how easy it is to cross and that sort of stuff. And like some of the various other walking habits of hers that make her a pretty slow but very safe traveler when she's by herself. Gotcha. So yeah, Cub, you look down and you see just a white hellhound tugging on your on your pant leg. I would probably the jacket, seeing as Cobb does wear a very long red jacket. Oh yeah, definitely the jacket then. That's that's irresistible to tug on. Oh, he- hello. I okay, okay. I'm okay. Don't. I it just starts pulling him backward. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right. Easy. I think Ira's got a, a a wee bit of subtlety, so I think she pulls a couple times and then naturally starts slowing down to walk beside Theo. Yeah. She very much does the follow me thing that dogs do. And yeah, returns to Theo's side with a significant look. Yeah, Cobb slows his pace a little bit to let uh, Theo catch up. What's up? Penelope's new friend is watching. He does get around, doesn't he? It seems that way. I can't tell for sure how close, but he's around in the trees. Likely some of those servants at his disposal watching us. Mm. Trying not to excite her too much. I don't want to give him anything to be too excited about uh, himself. Well, if his mannerisms match his uh, familiars any, they do like to hide and wait. So let's keep an eye out. Don't want to get ambushed. That was my thought. My hope is that if we make it far enough, he might not want to encroach into the territory of this other daemon we're ideally hoping to meet. But my fear is that if Penelope gets excited, it'll give him something to react to, and then we'll be stuck dealing with him, which I'd prefer not to. Well, yes, I would hope that he would leave us alone if we got close to this, uh, uh, the river the river gal, but he didn't seem to care that much about being in the previous lady's territory. It kept him from getting too close to the town, at least. He obviously got more bold with time, but it's the only thing we've got going for us up here as far as, I don't know, trying to at least be somewhat tactical with how we position dealing with him. Better than facing him out here all alone without any aid. Yeah, so at the very least, he didn't seem to want to come into direct contact with any of the other ones. Maybe maybe he's a lover, not a fighter? And Cobb just kind of shrugs. Maybe. Well, it's, it's, at the moment, I think that's what we have. Hey, Kirsten. Mm-hmm. How you doing? I'm, uh, doing good. I'm Glad actually going to gonna roll a sensitivity humanity. Does Penelope notice? Does Penelope notice? That the party is whispering and having secret parties? <laughs> there are whispers in the, in the mists, yes. Yeah. One-edge success. <laughs> you know... If you keep the edge success, you'll hear some whispers. (laughs) 
Yeah. Yeah, she does. <laughs> oh, you know me so well. Now, so- to be honest, we deserve this. <laughs> <laughs> you hear a voice coming from just straight up. A very quiet voice that says, Where are you going? Oh. Tissa, did you say something? It is a familiar voice, and it doesn't hesitate or end its questions with ellipsis the way Tissa does. Ah, <laughs> uh, wait, that's... Oh, hey. Hey, what's up? You, obviously. Not much. <laughs> I can't see you. We're... Around. Around. There's a little bit of me on top of your head. Ah, <gasps> oh. I guess that's true. No, just watching my experiment. Experiment? Mm. I, I was I was never very great at science, to be honest. But I do remember liking when we got to create our own experiments. That was kind of cool. Much funner than reading about theory. Absolutely. Couldn't agree more. The fun thing about science is that it's largely a matter of seeing what happens when you change something. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What is the... Uh... Ma- manipulated... Va- ma- uh, yeah, yeah. Manipulated variable. You're absolutely correct. <laughs> My father would be proud. Wow. So as I'm gathering data, where are you going? Oh, um... I I think it's the mouth of the river. Something like mm. that. I was worried about that. Oh? Hmm. You'll have to be very careful. Oh, uh yeah, I'm 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 watching I'm watching out for the rocks. So is Polly. Mm. No, the lady of the river's origin is like the ambassador in Pearl. She can't abide in pure things. Uh oh. Penelope kinda like slows. Um... Mm. My experiments with the ambassador have all wound up skewered, but the ones that I sent to the lady at the river's mouth drowned. I never... never really did like the water super, super much. I mean, I was on a boat for Mm. a long time, deep ocean, and... but, um... Mm-hmm. Not how I wanted to go. She held them under with those horrible webbed fingers of hers, all cold and clammy. Ah, oh God. Um, Penelope is going to roll, I guess, subtlety humanity. And she, what are the what are the pieces around here? Uh, the pieces here are fire, warning. Water, life, and clear. Clear. And then I have haunt, is it? Um, you have... What word did I give you again? Wicked. It wasn't haunt. Wicked, thank you. Wicked. Okay. Um, Penelope is going to do two things. I love when Penelope does things. (laughs) She's going to roll sensitivity humanity, adding in clear wicked because she is going to try her best to subtly 
slip away, leaving some kind of distraction, like a sound of a predator in the bush. I'm not sure. I'm not sure I can I can give you that for clear wicked. Hmm. Because I was thinking like an invisible wicked thing. Um. What else do we have? Oh, okay. Wicked warning would be good for that. Ooh. I think. That's true. Okay. Wicked yeah. warning. Penelope says to her friend, "Look, um, if you can do me a solid, I have an idea. All right, got my back." Of course. <laughs> I knew I could count on you. All right. Suddenly, Penelope kind of like stops and looks at the group, and he um. Did anybody else hear that? There are large predators in this area we should be careful of. It didn't sound good. Um, the larger cats do like to stalk. And she's going to roll subtlety humanity for the deception. Okay, uh, I am going to get that subtlety humanity roll. I'm going to say, However much scatter you spend on this is how many successes the party will need to know that it's not a real predator. Um, <laughs> okay, I'm going to be real wicked. Penelope is going to spend six scatter. My goodness. <laughs> and she does her best to create this spell that causes the leaves to, to rustle as if something is walking through the leaves. And you're getting, you're spending six scatter on this. I just can I just like I just want to muse aloud how frustrated I am that I feel like Theo would just be like, wait, I thought you were all strangers. What the hell are you talking about? What do you mean predators in this area? Where are you from again? Oh, I mean, well, predators. Like, well, I'm I'm from a boreal village, and I can recognize the tracks. I did earlier. It's fine. No, I'm just, yeah. that's out entirely out of character. I was just having an existential crisis. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Kirsten has that effect on people. Look, I, I think Polly's been feeling them too. She's been restless. You still have to roll subtlety, bud. Mm-hmm. Oh, I did roll subtlety and I got, I got no. <laughs> no you got no successes? No successes. Okay. So the spell still occurs. I would like sensitivity rolls from party. I got two successes. Okay. With you having absolutely no ability in humanity. Cobb just rolled straight sensitivity and got a five and a six. Hell, okay. hell yeah. Tissa rolled two fours on sensitivity spirits. Because she's on the lookout for the Duke right now. Okay. So, uh, do you want to uncover Penelope's deception, or is it more interesting to us if she successfully deceives us? I was going to say that, like, everyone but Penelope is aware that the Duke is present, so I feel like everyone would be like, how about no one take our eyes off her? That's a good point. And I will tell you this, the spell goes off, and yeah, these are the foothills of the last two. There's all kinds of things prowling these forests. And yeah, this is an extremely realistic spell. There is a large predator nearby. However, everyone but Tissa 
is aware of the fact that Penelope is acting super fucking weird. I think that I'm gonna scatter into my assist pool for that. Okay. Then you can also sense the Duke's presence around Penelope. Um, Penelope is going to roll sensitivity humanity. And does she notice that her deception is not working? Good question. Three successes. Well, that's actually very good. That's very good. I mean, correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, I think the party just stares blankly at Penelope when she tries this. Mm-hmm. Notissa's head is probably at a good 45 degrees or so. Penelope jumps onto Polly. Guys, I'll, t- I'll take to the trees. I gotta, I gotta check this out. It's not good. Oh man, Theo, Theo whistles and says hunt and sends Ira to follow her. Red, what are you doing? Gotta check out this predator. She takes off. She's up in the treetops. Me- Your captain is very disappointed with you. <laughs> uh, all right. Last thing you hear as you take off is Cobb shouting, Your captain is very disappointed with you. All right, let's go get her. <laughs> the captain that wanted to drown. Let me get drowned. <laughs> <laughs> Now that she's airborne, she says to the... Can she still talk to the Duke? Yeah. Are you, are you around still? Yes, still here. Okay, good. Um, I don't, I don't think they bought it. They don't trust me. Oh, dear. Well, good thing you are quicker than they are. <laughs> Polly is, right? <laughs> Such a good girl. She's a good girl. You like her, right? Oh, I think she's lovely. Mm-hmm. And as Penelope is talking, she starts to wave up higher and higher. Not, I don't think out of sight yet, but she's circling further and further like an eagle kind of circles. They haven't, they haven't bought my, my predator. They're watching me now. I need to come back with something. Mm. Mm. Do you, though? <laughs> Good point. And then Penelope <laughs> just starts to fly off in a line. Yeah, and at this, I think, like, as she was circling, Ida was watching her. And as she flew off in a line, she took off on the ground in the same direction. And I'm going to say Penelope headed, so we have the river heading towards the last two. The town is back the way we came. The ambassador's territory is again towards the town. So she's going to go, I guess, the direction away from the last tooth and away from ambassador's territory. Okay. Wherever that happens to be. That way. Yeah. Eastward. Eastward. It goes without saying that Theo followed Ira as clo- like sprinting as fast as possible, obviously not being yeah. able to keep up, but <laughs> trying to at least follow the right direction. I would imagine Cobb and Tissa are also heading yeah. out. Yeah, I think same thing for everybody, yeah. Yeah. And I'm going to say something, if it's okay with you, Kat. 
It is. I would be thrilled. Please do. Um, as she starts flying away, the 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 lock of hair that is that is black um, starts to become larger as she goes closer to wherever this territory is. Yeah. That's actually a really good ending shot, I think. Penelope flying off, her hair growing darker and darker as she listens to the mysterious voice following her around. It's all right. It's okay. It's fine. It's fine. (laughs) Don't worry about it. Listeners, don't worry about it. (laughs) It'll all be fine next time. Friends, it's memory time. I think that I speak for all of us when I say, what the hell, a pee? (laughs) (laughs) What the hell, a pee, indeed. This is a really fun decision, Kirsten. It's not (laughs) one that I was expecting. Penelope literally took it in a different direction. I I, I was like, I could play it safe and be, but I was like, no, no, she's got that wicked inside of her. She's going to listen to that voice. She's going to trust her new friend. (laughs) He's not going to lie to her. What the hell, Epi? I didn't mind. I really like when Theo was like getting all prepared and then uh, Kathleen, you were like, yeah, Tissa, uh, Tissa rolls sensitivity humanity and (laughs) just like something's up. Mm hmm. It was good. I wasn't expecting to, like, succeed, especially not succeed that comprehensively. Uh, Nick, go and remember. Oh, my God. Uh, uh, well, hmm, hmm. Uh, just, just Theo continuously having every bit of, like, cautiousness he puts forth just thrown back in his face at every opportunity. Like, he's incapable of being Uh, cautious about anything without it coming back to bite him. And I just think that's beautiful. It's like poetry. I actually am enjoying it as well. (laughs) Yeah, I've I've really been enjoying the new dynamic that Theo adds to the group. Oh, yeah. Actually, I want to expand my memory time to, like, pretty much all interactions with Tissa and Theo. (laughs) They're beautiful. My... My memory is Kathleen saying, what the hell a pee just now? (laughs) I wrote it in my notes. (laughs) If you would like to know what the hell a pee. (laughs) You can find most of us on Twitter at Peach Garden RPGs or on our website, sortofsymphonies.com, where there's a form you can fill out to contact me. I don't know what the hell a pee, but you'll contact somebody. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't think they're going to get an answer from us, even if they contact us there. Kirsten's not very online. (laughs) It might be hard to get an answer from Kirsten. It's a mystery. Only Penelope and the Duke know. For now. For now. Dun, dun, dun. Oh, I know what I'm going to do next week. Hell yeah. Okay, sorry. I'm a good GM. I promise. I say to people who've been listening and know that's not true. Um, if you want to find out what the hell a be, you can also ask us on the Be Gay Roll Dice Network Discord. You can not only ask us, but you can ask our network friends who might know. 
they might have some useful perspective on this. They have useful perspective on a lot of things. You won't know until you ask them. You won't know until you ask them. And this has nothing to do with what the hell it be, but I am currently running a bundle on itch.io called Solo But Not Alone, consisting of 87 single-player TTRPGs, and the proceeds are going to suicide prevention organization Jasper's Game Day. So if you find yourself bored and or you're tired of trying to get your RPG group to play something new, just play with yourself for suicide prevention. We're just going to end on that one every time, aren't we? Not every time. But it's the new catchphrase. It's the new catchphrase. Okay, well, we'll throw that in with don't worry about it. <laughs> Which, hey, they actually do go pretty well together. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Play with yourself. So, <laughs> speaking of not worrying about it, where can we find Dylan? You can find Dylan deeply worrying about it on Twitter, at lasers with a Z underscore forever, where they will silently be worrying about it. You should also check out the TFTT Presents Twitter, the at TFTT Presents, because even though our current long-term show has recently come to a close with its season finale, there's going to be some cool stuff on the Twitter because because cool other people in our show are doing things. And I'm going to be doing art for what will be coming down the pipeline later. You should follow it. It'll be very cool. Not only that, but our show is, the show that we just finished, is going to be going up on YouTube, and we're also looking at editing the audio together. So if you feel like you missed a chance to catch up on Edge of the World, don't worry. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. It's fine. It's fine. Yeah. Even though it's ended, you can still catch Edge of the World. It's It was a great campaign, real beautiful season of gaming. If you want to see some cool Faye Sapphic romance... Check out Edge of the World. This is true. If you want to see why we all make fun of Bill so much, <laughs> check out Edge of the World. All this and more await you. I think with that, I guess it's time for me to say bye, listener. We love you. Bye, everybody. Bye. Catch you next bye. time. Bye bye. Couldn't do it without you. Bye bye. Be gay. Roll dice. An LGBTQIA actual play podcast network. Come listen to Dice or Roll, the gayest Pathfinder podcast on the planet. We ask the hard questions like, is it morally acceptable to kiss a goblin? Is it cool to use spell slots to warm up leftovers? Would the gods be mad if I wrote slash fic about them? We're a group of four friends who play Pathfinder 2nd Edition every week and go on adventures like none other. We've just launched our brand new season, Extinction Curse, which follows the adventures of the Circus of Wayward Wonders, as they put on the greatest show in all of Galarian and uncover ancient secrets and long-forgotten foes from a bygone era. If you like circuses, clowns, and a little bit of magic, come check us out, and make sure that no matter what, you keep it rolling.